On this episode of The Playbook, I have actor, writer, comedian, and the co-founder of special guest, and my special guest, Damon Wayans Jr. That's right, on this episode, Damon Wayans is actually a better entrepreneur than me, and believe it or not, I'm funnier than him. Check us both out next on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host and CEO of Sports One Marketing, David Meltzer. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs The Playbook, and I have someone that everybody recognizes, but they bet they didn't know he's the co-founder of a new app called Special Guest. Oh, yeah. And everyone knows he's a great entertainer, comedian, talent, actor, singer, I think so. Uh, But (laughs) In the shower. But all the skill sets that it takes to be the top of your profession as an entertainer, I believe apply to being an entrepreneur. I agree. And... You know, looking at those, what, what's the one skill that you have found as carrying over, transforming yourself from having the confidence that you have in front of millions of people to having the confidence in front of, let's say, a VC? <laughs> Which I saw you, by the way, in front of a VC, so you look yeah. just as calm. Yeah, I mean, I think what it is is uh, just being comfortable being in your own skin, one. So you have to have that self-confidence and if you don't have it develop it um i think endurance is key you know just to 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 a no doesn't mean a no you know what i mean it just means work harder a yes somebody else will say yes um so i think endurance is key you know a lot of the reason that entertainers in my industry become so big is because of how long and how hard they fought to get to where they are and so I've been taking a lot of those qualities from, you know, my entertainment field and applying it to this, this new world. You know, I've never thought about uh, the amount of rejection. Absolutely. It, it, it probably far exceeds that of an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah. nobody gets rejected more than an entertainer. Yeah. And your ego has to really learn how to be confident and to and say, Absolutely. wait a second, that guy, I mean, how many people in your entertainment career basically said you had no talent? More yeah. people than said that had it. Absolutely, right? yeah. And, then, and that's the thing about the industry is that all you can do is give them, well, the entertainment industry, all you can do is give them yourself and what you think this character, who this character is, your version of that. Um, you're not in charge or in control of, you know, I might not be the right look. I might not be, you know, the right height or the right kind of voice or who they pictured. So even if I did have an amazing performance, I won't get the job. Same with, uh, you know, this entrepreneurial industry is it's, it's where, you know, you could have a great pitch and, you know, engage with uh, VCs and you really think it went well and they go, you know what, it's not for us. Um, so you just have to keep you keep the ball rolling. Never get stuck in like you know your minor setbacks. Yeah, the emotional connection. You know, I come more from obviously the entrepreneurial side right. than I do the entertainment side. Right. But I've witnessed it as an agent, and I found that there has to be an emotional connection when you're auditioning. Yes. An emotional connection when you're performing. But I believe that VCs and business people buy on emotion for logical reasons. Yeah. 
And I've watched a lot of entertainers and athletes that know how to connect emotionally with people. And I was watching you today when you were with some VCs yeah. and you were connecting emotionally, like you were moving them. And I felt, you know, the meeting I was watching was going extremely well. Yeah. Is that something that's unconscious now to you? Or are you specifically utilizing some of your acting skills to move people? Um, it depends, you know, it depends on the person that I'm talking to because some of the guys are kind of like, duds you know like personality wise <laughs> yeah most of them but then most of them yeah but then you'll be talking to them then you'll hear something and then you lock on to that make them laugh a couple of times and all of a sudden everybody's more relaxed and so I definitely do utilize my you know entertaining capabilities in order to like soften the room or or work the room um, but even then that's not a guarantee that they're gonna Invest. go into business with you because yeah, as far as like the entertainment, they use their kind of their heart. They're like, oh, this guy's good. I like this guy. Whereas VCs are like, I like this guy, but you That's know, the, the math step. doesn't. That's yeah, the first yeah, step, they, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta like you first. Yeah, you gotta like but you first. The but then the work. math has to work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting um, also as an entertainer. I would say any successful person, right. one of the biggest objections we have to overcome is, hey, Damon, why aren't you putting your own money? Why do you need me? Right, right, right. You know, how yeah. do you overcome that objection? I mean, I, I did put in my own money, you know, Good. so I, so I, I'm, you know, I have a lot of skin in the game, so it's not like I'm asking them to give more Where than what want. I'm willing to give. Um, and I think once they understand that and they understand how involved I am and I'm not just putting my name onto this app, uh, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in there day to day uh, with my co-founder, Chris Jones. Um, once they see that and, and they see the, 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 um, how genuine I am about my pursuit and, and growing this business, then they wanna, you know, they're more likely to to come aboard. And finding the right co-founder, you know, when, when our expertise lies somewhere else, we look for mentorship, people that sit in a position that we wanna be in, you know, to give you some kudos, you picked an extraordinary co-founder. Absolutely. You really did. Yeah. And I am, you know, his a legend in the space. Uh, how did you you know, it's, it's hard because people ask me to be a business advisor, right. to be in, in the same position. How did you, number one, find Chris? Right. And then two, convince him you know, to co-found <laughs> right. a company with you? Because a lot of you know, guys on our side of the fence are like, what does that guy know about business? Right. You know, he's going to let me do all the work. Right. He might even throw a little bit of money in, yeah. but I'm going to end up doing the lion's share of the work. Yeah. What are the key components of finding that co-founder and then convincing him to work with you? Um, well... I don't know if I know the key, since this is kind of my Your first experience. time around, uh, but what I, what I will say is that the entertainment industry kind of brought us together because we share a, uh, a friend, and this friend is in the entertainment industry. She had previously worked with Chris Jones, and so she was like, you know what? I need to connect you guys, you know, because I told her my idea. And then we got on the phone, I think 2016, I pitched him the idea, he really liked it. And then he came at it from a whole other entrepreneurial angle that just uh, took it to the next level and we just made it real. And I think that he sees the potential in it, so he went all in. And when you thought of, there's a million great ideas out there. Yeah. And Chris Jones is someone that knows how to monetize those ideas. Absolutely. And raise money for those ideas. Yep. But in essence, you still had to take an idea that you probably have millions of your own and say, gosh, this is one that really could be a business. Right. What were some of the things about 
um, the app that really said to you, gosh, this is something I'm, I'm gonna really pursue? Um, just the idea of creating a platform that makes it easier for uh, people that are just as talented as me or even more talented than me, but, but they don't have the representation that I have. So it's creating more opportunities for them to pursue their dreams. I, I love, you know, creativity. I love the fact that so many people have hobbies, which is really the thing that they really want to be doing. Um, and so I wanted to create a space for them to have, the, have that opportunity so they don't have to like, you know, put their dreams on the shelf. And, and once I saw that that could actually be a business and that venues actually need talent and that venues, you know, that whole talent to venue situation is kind of broken. And I saw that that was a problem that needed to be fixed. And so, insert special guest. One of the things about entertainers and athletes as well is that you're mostly represented in your career, in, right. your, in your level of a right. career. And then two, you're usually a spokesperson for other people. And there is an attachment of ego uh, when it's not yours mm -hmm. and someone else is representing you, right? That's part of the emotional game is that, well, Dave can say things to negotiate without me having to say it about Absolutely. myself. A lot of times as an entrepreneur, you kind of have to represent yourself yeah. and it's your idea. Yeah. You know, what difference, you know, in, in that perspective for you, was it difficult or, you know, to, to actually have to be, you'd stand up for yourself? It, it did take some getting used to, um, you know, kind of having to, when you get on those phone calls, introducing, to your, in, introducing yourself and having to like basically like state everything that you've done previously. You love that, right? Your own bio? Yeah, I mean, oh, geez, Louise, Louise. You yeah. ever see this yeah, show? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little weird doing that, but once you understand that that's how this world works, then, you know, then you don't really feel uncomfortable, you know, especially because I'm doing it, then right after that, Chris is doing it, then right after that, the person who we're talking to does it. So it's just really an introduction uh, to who the person is. Um, but it definitely was a little weird in the beginning. I, I think it's even funnier because entrepreneurs are becoming celebrities in, in yeah. respect, right? Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk, myself. You, yeah. Like, I never dreamed. I've, I've been around, you know, Troy Eggman, Steve Young, Warren Moon, for example, three of my best clients. Beautiful. My whole life, walking with them and people coming up, you know, asking mm -hmm. for pictures and autographs, and we never could get anywhere. You're, you're late for the airport, yeah. and they don't they know don't you're care. human, right? They don't yeah, care. Yeah. And uh, I was at the Rose Bowl with Warren. And for the first time, right, someone's coming up. It's Washington where he went to college, you know, against Ohio State. Yeah. And sure enough, the guy comes up, and I'm kind of moving to the side to protect or whatever. And the guy just comes fronts me right away, goes, "Oh, Mr. Meltzer, I love your videos on Instagram, wow. right? Take your picture." Wow. I guarantee it's a lot more easy to make that switch than it's to represent yourself. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is, yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah. so, using yourself though also as a bug light. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a little bit different for business where um, I use my platform or other people. So I will say, would you like to come to dinner with Warren Moon and I, right. knowing that the CEO wants to see Warren, but right. I want to do business. Absolutely. Do you utilize that as part of your uh, stimulating of interest or business development program? I mean, absolutely. I think Good. that that's a huge um, factor, um, a huge thing that I can contribute to uh, the app and the growth of the app. So I want to utilize that as much as possible. 
you know, I did a, I did a, um, a segment on Ellen while I was promoting a show, and she actually asked me about my app. And so, uh, you know, I talked about it with her in, in length. I think it was like a three, four minutes worth of just us talking about the app and how it works and, and how it benefits, you know, the masses. And uh, it really helped the sales. It went viral, and so, so yeah. If your entertainment career ended today, and all you could do was the entrepreneurial side mm. of, of the entertainment business, would mm. that be enough for you? Yeah. Would it? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. So you enjoy it that much? I enjoy it that much. Yeah. Yeah. Which part did you enjoy the most of it? Um, right now, learning. I love learning. Uh, I learn a new thing every day. You know, Chris is a great teacher. Yeah. Um, and also just experiencing these things just really kind of like opened my eye to this whole other world that I had never even, you know, thought about before. Has it diminished the excitement so, you know, you get a lead role in a new movie? Mm. Do you, and it all has it diminished the excitement of, you know, that type of success that you still can have? Um, doesn't, it's, it's different success. Oh. It's, um, yeah, I feel like they're just like two separate worlds and then, you know, I feel like I'm bringing them together. Um, so yeah, I mean, I get just as happy when I get a role in a movie as I do uh, this, this, uh, or, you know, getting a VC to come on board or, or being able to talk at Collision. Now you enjoy the process so much, right? And you're starting to get involved into right. this scene. No. Um, I'm gonna ask you a normal VC question. Okay. What, what's your exit strategy? What's <laughs> my exit strategy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, build this baby up and then bounce. Nice. With lots, with lots of money? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tons of money. All right, I'm going to give some advice to Halfway Boo this year. It's more than Halfway, but when, when I was young, in the early boom days of Silicon Valley, right. Sand Hill Road, you're a 30-something-year-old CEO of a public company, Sweet. and people say, what's your exit strategy? And someone taught me, I had the same kind of thing. Like right, right. He said, always say this. I'll take it day by day. All I care about is increasing shareholder value. Meanwhile, I was the biggest shareholder, wow. right? So basically, it's a. It's so you're a, just saying it's a long form it, of saying what I just it's said. It's the lawyerly way of saying, <laughs> man, look, I'm interested in only shareholder value. I want to increase shareholder value. Someone offers me $2 billion today, that's a lot of shareholder value. So I'm bouncing, right? So you, you got some coaching yeah, here as great, well. Thank you. And I will, I need, I will I say it like that from now yeah. on. But you know what I mean, though. Exactly. You know. That's a great thing. They know. They know what <laughs> they you know mean. What they just want to be a shareholder. Then. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, Legacy-wise, it's a whole different legacy. Your your family name, yeah, right. your name has a great legacy within the entertainment world. Is there a particular uh, legacy that you would like to leave in the business world? A legacy that I would like to leave in the business world. Um, I only try easy like, questions. Right? I would like it. I would like to. Um, kind of leave it the same way that my family's left the entertainment industry where you know maybe you know I kind of paved the way and then family that comes after me just takes it and runs with it and I just keep you know take you know money from any exit reinvest it to something else possibly come up with something else with Chris Jones and uh let me on the next time I can ask. I can ask Chris. I'll give you my resume. I'll give you my resume. We'll get it there. You're in. You're not gonna take my check? I was gonna give you a check. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, just you know, just capitalizing on whatever I can and 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 growing this business first and making it as 
you know, successful as it possibly can be, and then just taking it day by day after that. And if your kids told you that they would want to be, you know, in the family business of entertainment or the family business of entrepreneurship, would you care either way or make any recommendations? Uh, I would say you have to talk to a lot more sh people in the uh, entrepreneurial side. A lot more uh, conversations in weird rooms and a lot of flights. But either way, you're going to be talking to strangers. Either way, you're going to be you know acting. performing, acting, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, pretending, and uh, and um, you know potentially you know making money while you do. All right, my my last question is more personal. I executive coach a lot of guys, and some of them are getting to be my age right. and they've been pursuing an acting you, uh, career. 32? Yeah, thank you. You're nice. a good actor. Thank and uh, but they were pursuing an acting career. Their wives have sacrificed a ton. Right. They have older kids now, college is coming up and it's really getting to the point and I'm sure you've had friends like this as well where it's like, "Man, this is my dream." And my advice to them and I want you to to give me your real feedback if it's good advice. My advice is if you want to be an actor, then why don't you go ahead and practice your profession and go pretend like you're a Mercedes car dealer salesman, right? And play that role every day. And right. act, because while you're practicing and perfecting your trade, you can make two, three hundred grand. Right. And your wife's gonna stay with you, your kids are gonna go to college. <laughs> yeah. What is that a really practical advice that I'm giving them that they could still still pursue their acting career but have a job where they're just they don't have passion for it, but they're mm -hmm. actually working on their trade right, every right, day by right. playing this role. I mean, guys on TV play roles for 10, 15 years. Yes, they do. I, if I'm instead of broke home with my wife whining at me, I'd rather be at a Mercedes dealership pretending like I'm a sales guy. Well, that's a very, very practical uh, advice, uh, and I think it gets to service both, you know, the family and the the passion. Um, ultimately, you know, it just. It's up to you if you want to like go out there. Like, is that that important to you? Like, I personally think family is more important. So I definitely like your your advice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well. But uh, but if it was, yeah. That's like awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what's so nice about you is through whether you're super successful in the entertainment space and the entrepreneurial space, the VC, the the building of this app, and I'm I'm gonna help as much as I can. Right. Now. I'm a huge fan of yours. But your business partner, he's a legend. Crushing. You, you, you yeah. pick, you know. Don't love his shoes, but yeah, legend. <laughs> That's the one thing that you'll find about entrepreneurs. We don't dress very well. Look at this. No, I look kidding. like. Nice. I literally look like a beastie boy. I like your stuff, though. This yeah, one, see, you become a celebrity. Yeah. They make yeah. you. Somebody made me these and sent them as an influencer. Yeah, it's too bad, right? Do a little break dance, get on the table. That's right. I can break dance. You, can? you must have heard, yeah. You I'll really can? Good. I really can. And do the splits. At 51. Do the splits? Yeah, I'll have to B-roll in some split action. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I I know that the, the exact name speak. We'll cut it in. Speaking. Uh -oh. uh, the app name. Oh, my app. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we'll, please we'll make this, this look a little. We're gonna make it look better. Smoother. Although when yeah. I did this with Robert Wool, uh -huh. right, I fucked it up completely. It was my favorite. He goes, "No, you gotta keep this in." <laughs> he goes, "That's the good stuff, Dave." <laughs> like I was just beginning this. Uh, no, what's the name of that? Oh, it's called Special Guest. Spe the app is special called Special Guest. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Book any live events on it, baby. Yeah. So, you know, great success that you had, but I see even better success with Special Guest. Thank you, man. For you and Chris, anything I can do to be of service, just let me know. And I'm gonna use the, the app because I'm gonna get into that business and especially into 
the RuPaul stuff. I think that's Dude, a future for me. Dude, those splits, you'll crush. I mean, super talent, Dave Meltzer. You, do you do like uh, talk show hosts and stuff? Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna ask me if I do martial arts. Uh, do you? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. You yeah. know, my mom was a third degree black belt in the martial arts. Really? Yeah, Jewish guilt. What? A, what a <laughs> <laughs> Six kids in the Ivy Leagues. That's the key. <laughs> Can you book me for a comedic role, maybe? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> I am here with the legendary <laughs> Damon Wayans. I'm here with the legendary Damon Wayans. This is Dave Meltzer, Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. That was awesome, man. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> you better not edit out any of that nice shit. Oh, no way. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.